Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, there's a lot of merchandising going on. From Happy Meal Potato Heads, to Stretch Armstrong Toys, to Segway Scooters, Transformers are everywhere. Plus, we've got a first look at an Air Razor toy from Rise of the Beasts. Today is Wednesday, November 16th, 2022, and this is episode 512 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that, after all the Twitter shenanigans, thinks we might need to rename the Streisand effect to the Musk effect. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Creator, producer, and star of Empire of Rust, Editor Mike. God, the Musk effect sounds so awful. Apollo, a.k.a. Robo-Apollo. Hi, everyone. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Uh, there's a joke in here about memories, I think, but I don't know. It's, um, but I, I guess it's, uh, it's, it's, it's all Musk now. So uh, let's talk Transformers. As always, because Barbara show- Streisand sings memories. That's the song that she sings. <laughs> it's always better when you have to explain the joke. <laughs> yep. It was for Mike, because I know he's 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 uncultured over there in, in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Bat and zero there, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and keep the show going. If you'd like to become a Donatron, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and that's where you can sign up and help us out. Uh, we really appreciate uh, any support you can give because, uh, you know, that. Helps us keep the lights on and helps this show keep coming to you every week. Of course, as a Donatron, you get some perks. You get some bonus content. Uh, Principal among that is Empire of Rust, our Transformers RPG live play podcast. uh, That's run by our good friend right there, Editor Mike. He's uh, the game master there. And uh, lots of... There's lots of exciting things going on with Empire of Rust this week. So, of course, we've got the bonus show, the uncut episode 89. That's out a week early before episode 89 comes out. Uh, This is stickers not included. uh, And this is all out in the Donatron feed for uh, this Monday, November 14th. So uh, you should already have access to it in your feed. And uh, if you are a Donatron, you'll be able to get that. The regular version will be out on the Empire of Rust free feed on Monday, November 21st. So that's uh, just next week. And that's at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. But that's not all because this week we have a bonus extra special episode. Uh, And this is going up on the free feed. So this is for everyone. This is not just for Donatrons. This is for everyone. And this is a, uh, it's a, it's kind of a a prequel. uh, I I guess we would classify this. This is. Uh, a kind of a backstory episode, uh, and this is called "You're Not Thinking Fourth Dimensionally." So this is a special. It's not a it's not a regular episode, but uh, it does delve into a, a little bit of backstory for some of our characters. Principal among them, uh, our dear departed sweet spot. So you can see uh, a little bit of his origin story, and will this figure into the current storyline of Empire of Rust? I don't know, but maybe we should ask Mike. <laughs> I don't know. Who can say? <laughs> we, but yeah, we wanted to we wanted to do a a backstory episode for uh, for Sweet Spot for quite a while now, and it's a uh, it's it's taken a while to get to this point with scheduling and, and scheduling conflicts and everything. But we we finally managed to do it. Uh, we also got uh, Patrick who plays Carapace, and we even got Rob who played uh, Rex back in the day to, to come in for a guest spot to to deal with some of a sweet spots backstory and to ensure that story got out. So we we 
Sweet Spot hasn't been on the on the show for a while, so we wanted to be sure that his his full story got told. Because whenever you know, whenever you lose characters, the all the backstory and all of the really neat stuff that the the players put into crafting these characters, it all just goes away. And if you don't bring it back, then it just it's lost to history. But we wanted to get a little something for uh, for Sweet Spot, so. It's a nice little little swan song for him. I'm still holding out hope that there'll be a miracle at some point in the future, and and Sweet Spot will get a miraculous resurrection. I'm I'm not I'm not giving up on that yet. All right. There was no spark found in the body. It's it's he's he's coming back somehow. There's going to be a miracle. I'm praying praying to the to the RPG gods. That's you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> just going to say, you should be praying to me here, buddy, for that one. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm listening as eagerly as everyone else. So, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll just have to keep listening and find out. We'll see what happens. That's right. You, uh, you end up doing that, too. Like, you, you listen to, like, the episode, like, just before it comes out when you, uh, when you post it. So, yeah. You're 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 not going ahead, you know, you're not jumping ahead even though you have the power to do so. <laughs> <laughs> but do I have the time? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> All right, and uh, before uh, you know, before we go on with the show, I did want to again mention the uh, Donatron special that Mike you and Apollo did, the War for Cybertron toy line retrospective. That went up last week, so it also is available to all our Donatrons, so uh, check that out and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, We do have some feedback on that uh, this week, so we'll get to that later in the show. That was a fun time, wasn't it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot. (laughs) We're going to do another one. Maybe we can, I don't know, maybe we can do like a a Prime Wars retrospective, like that toy line, or... uh, or our like, top figures or something like that. You know, we can, we can figure something to do. That'd be fun. We should do one on um, the um, Star Saber, Victory Saber, once we all get him. Or did you mm. get him, order him, Mike, too? I, I did. I was okay. the last yeah. person on this cast to do so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it was, wasn't it like the, the day we were recording? It was the last day of the campaign. That you did it while we were on the, while we were recording yep. the show. Yeah, yep. I think we pressured him into it pretty hard. <laughs> you did. You did. It was pure pressure. I had some serious FOMO on that one. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's get into the rest of the show. All right, and we're going to start right in with some Hasblab. All right, so first up, uh, this has been a really busy week for uh, HasLab stuff. And uh, I think last week I kind of alluded to what was going to happen. Uh, not like I had any foresight into it, but I just had a feeling. And uh, yeah, it uh, it came a little earlier than I thought, but you know, hey, whatever. Uh, Victory Saber uh, backers got an email uh, asking them to uh, check their shipping address because it is going to uh, ship at the end of the month. They have until Monday, November 8th, 28th to uh, update their shipping address because Victory Saber is shipping. So make sure you've done that if you are a backer. You would have gotten a uh, you would have got an email. So make sure you check your email, but uh, um, check your spam folders if you didn't uh, check that as well. Uh, next up, we've got a package of Victory Saber in package. And we've seen this before, but uh, it's nice to get a, a, a nice up-close look at it. And it looks fantastic. The art is done by Guido Guidi, as uh, they had mentioned during a uh, live stream. And it's, uh, it's, really, it's a really great-looking piece of artwork there. Um, so the box just looks fantastic. So, yeah. 
this is really cool and uh, can't wait to get this thing in hand. Up next, uh, we got some more in hand pictures of Victory Saber and some size comparisons. We see him next to Siege uh, Jetfire and a whole bunch of pictures of him uh, out of package, built, um, transformed into, uh, you know, alt mode um, in Star Saber mode, in Victory Leo uh, mode all kinds of all the different iterations you can get. So, you know, if you don't want to be spoiled and you want to be kind of, uh, you know, you know, you want to kind of see what, uh, you're going to get, you know, for the first time when you get it out of the box, maybe don't check out this post, but, uh, it's all here. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really cool. I guess don't watch our video version of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sport not many people narrow. do, Charles. Not many people do. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next up, we have the Haslab Deathsaurus that is uh, going on right now. The orders for uh, Takara Tommy Mall are live right now, and they are up on their website. The uh, listed price is twenty nine thousand seven hundred yen, so that's approximately two hundred and three dollars and ninety two cents. And they scheduled for release by the end of 2023. So a whole year. And so that generally will mean that that's around the same time that we'll get it as well. And uh, yeah, so we've, uh, um, they will, uh, their numbers will add to the, the HasLab numbers that are on the Pulse site. And uh, we just need to get to 11,000. And that takes us to our next uh, topic. And that is the, update on the HasLab Deathsaurus and as of our recording tonight we have 29 days 2 hours and 1 minute left and we are at 6411 backers so we're we're past halfway we're well past halfway we're just uh it's slowed to a bit of a crawl here um picking up backers so yeah so, but that's it, Charles. That's uh, that's the has blab for this week. All right. Well, let's jump into our quick hits. Starting us off, we got some Happy Meal Potato Head Transformers. Yes, you heard that right. Happy Meal Potato Head Transformers. Uh, from the Snakas blog, we got some uh, some some info on it, as well as some images of the Megatron version. So we got a Megatron Prime, Bumblebee, and Grimlock. Uh, let's see here. So these are going to be available starting actually this month. Uh, the Megatron is already available. It uh, started on the tenth. And they're going to switch over to uh, Optimus Prime on the 17th, Bumblebee on the 24th, and Grimlock starting on December 1st. So if you uh, – these are little interesting things. They're little tiny like mini potato heads uh, with a couple of like little pieces that can can separate and, uh, and come off. Uh, there's also some uh, My Little Pony ones on there as well. Um, yeah. Not bad, you know? Little small potato heads. I wish they came up with some interesting names for them, but they didn't. So, oh well. Got to go back to Optimash Prime. That was that was a while ago. I oh. saw on the comments in this one, someone named the Grimlock Hashlock. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that one. All right. Well, continuing the merchandising theme, we've got <laughs> a Bumblebee turned into a stretch armstrong figure so uh this is pretty cool i I, you know you guys remember stretch armstrong from back in the day i mean it's it's been a while but you know he's a little you know plastic figure that you can stretch out and you know it's it's fully stretchable and super stretchy fun according to the packaging uh but yeah you've got uh just the bumblebee figure here (laughs) (laughs) look at that kid stretching it out there uh, he's very looks like he's very happy, and yeah, it's uh, you know, oh, he's going to uh, town, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. As a, a Bumblebee, uh, Mr. Fantastic and Bumblebee had a baby, and this is it, so <laughs> you can enjoy that. Uh, 
Yeah, it's uh I don't know. Oh, it's it's in the UK. You can find it in the UK for 14 pounds. I don't know if it's coming to the US as well. Um we'll have to see. But uh maybe if anyone actually sees this in a store and picks it up, let us know. Send us a picture. All right, and my topic for this week is the Yolo Park Bumblebee movie Shockwave Plamo uh model kit. And we've got some in-hand images of that. I don't know what Plamo means. Uh, if somebody wants to tell me, that's great. Uh, frankly, I don't care. But that, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a model kit, and it's a shockwave from the Bumblebee movie. Um, it, uh, it, looks, uh, it looks pretty detailed. They've got its uh, pictures here of it standing next to the Optimus Prime from the uh, Bumblebee movie. And uh, they have a picture of him swapping heads. And I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so... Um, it's, uh, it's very detailed, uh, there, uh, the head features led lights and uh, with a remote control, uh, there is no, uh, pricing on this yet. Um, uh, but I would assume it's similar to the, uh, the Optimus prime. Um, but yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, if you are into model kits, uh, based on the Bumblebee movie. Next up, we got some images and announcements from 3.0 with their DLX and MDLX uh, figure lines. These are the super detailed, super articulated figures, uh, non-transforming figures. uh, And they are doing the MDLX, the small version of Ronimus Prime. And they're doing the DLX, or the larger version, of the movie Megatron. I believe this is from Revenge of the Fallen. Yes, uh, Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, So the Rodimus Prime is going to be about 7 inches or 18 centimeters tall, 46 points of articulation. And it just looks absolutely stunning. Just absolutely beautiful. And the Revenge of the Fallen Megatron looks less good because it's a Bayverse design. But it is going to be about 11 inches or 28 centimeters tall and uh, die cast, uh, LED illuminated lights. Yeah, just just absolutely beautiful looking. So, yeah, these guys are going to be coming out in uh, second quarter next year, 2023. Uh, I don't see a price listed at the moment, uh, but I will I will double check on that. All right. Um, And finally, our last thing to talk about tonight in this section is the Transformers Times Segway collaboration. The first revealed product of the new line is the Megatron GT2 Super Scooter. It's an electric scooter, and we're showing pictures of it right now um, as um, we're talking about it. And um, it's inspired with Megatron Deco, and it has the Decepticon insignia on it. And there's a little short bio and narrative about the scooter. Megatron Segway GT2 Super Scooter, here to win at any cost. The leader of the Decepticons, Megatron, has broken into our Segway labs and has taken our GT2 Super Scooter for his conquest to seal all the Energon on Earth. Where speed meets performance. Inspired by supercars, the Megatron Segway GT2 Super Scooter hits at a top speed of 43.5 m miles per hour in 3.9 seconds. Ride at furious speed with excellent stability and off-road capability. Take your ride to the next level and experience performance like no other. So you can order this new scooter um, via their Segway website, it is listed at $3,999.99, and it's ready to ship. Um, there are three more scooters that are going to be announced in this collaboration, so stay tuned to find out more as we find out more about those. So are you ready to ride around town on a scooter? <laughs> mm. $4,000. Oof. <laughs> well, you would save on gas. Fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a car anymore. You can ride in town <laughs> on the scooter. Yeah, that'll that'll get me to, to work down the highway, sure. 
tell that people get said, out of your way because it's Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> He's very intimidating. And that being said, for a scooter, it does look kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Really? If I, if... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got you, you got you got to be convinced by that ad copy, you know, help help the Decepticon steal Energon with your top speed scooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 35 yeah. miles an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, All right. he's on a scooter. Well, he's gotten away now. <laughs> he is the scooter. <laughs> That's his new alt mode. <laughs> oh, poor Megatron. <laughs> the mighty have fallen. <laughs> yeah. I do agree Kisha. with Mike. It, is, it does look cool. Yeah. But that's merchandising. That, that that's what the Transformers are. That's that's their roots. <laughs> their <laughs> product placement and merchandising, that's what they do, you know. It's where the real money from the movie is made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh just a quick update on the uh those two three zero figures. Uh the Megatron is gonna be two hundred forty and the Rodimus is gonna be eighty. So for well a done, th- Mike. for Thanks. A, for for a tenth of this scooter, you can get both of those statues. <laughs> Less than a tenth, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, let's uh, finish up our quick hits and jump into our main topics. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about on main topics is a Hasbro Transformers team interview with Ben McCree. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. Sorry, Ben um, and Evan Brooks. So um, I had the pleasure of watching this this um, right before we started recording this episode. Um, this was the interview was conducted by Mr. Allen in the World of Toys YouTube channel, and it runs about 35 minutes. And we're playing it right now. If you're watching the video version of our show, and Um, What was really cool about this show was you get the behind the scenes stuff on things such as the HasLab Desaurus. So um, they talk a little bit about that and the decisions on why they made it a HasLab project versus a retail project. And, um, you know, they talked about the different tiers and why they picked different items for different tiers for being HasLab. Um, they said they really took a lot of fan feedback from the Victory Saber um, HasLab so to incorporate into this new one. And they also mentioned a color samples coming soon. And they also talked about the decisions behind Legacy and Studio Series lineup. Um, you know, it sounds like they have more freedom to pick which characters they want to make toys into and um, design considerations into making the characters for their alt modes and things like that. Um, I don't want to tell too much more because I think it's worth watching this. So, um, you know, I thought this was really cool. I always like watching the behind the scenes stuff. So if you have 35 minutes, put this on and check it out. Cool. Yeah, I was I was interested because uh, I mean, you know one thing that made me think this made me think of we should try to get these guys on our show and talk to them. <laughs> so, oh yeah, seems like this might be uh, these these guys might be gettable if they're if they're going on Mr. Allen's show here. So, who is Mr. Allen? He's it looks like. Uh, He's an Italian YouTuber. Mm-hmm. He's got a, he's got a lot of subscribers. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It was a fun show. Um, I do think that's a good idea to see if Evan and Ben would be able to come on, especially to talk about um, just Des- you know, I think it'd be a good way to get the mm-hmm. word out there. It's I mean, it's cool that, I mean, the, these, I think all these, all the Hasbro designers are, are, you know, at this point they're all fans too. So it's, it's always neat to see their, their passion. I know, you know, they, I think a, a lot of times the, on forums, you know, people complain about Hasbro being, you know, cheap or lazy or whatever, 
But I think all these designers have a lot of passion for this stuff and they have to work within a lot of constraints. I mean, there's a lot of constraints that they have that they're, they're put that are put on them in terms of like how much plastic they can use, how, how many, what the part counts can be. And they have to work within those constraints, but they do a lot to try and make the figures as, as good as they possibly can be. So, I mean, I know it's a, it's difficult for them, but uh, I think they, they seem to, you know, it's, it's not like they're, uh, you know, they're, the designers are making a, you know, are, are making a ton of money. They're just, they're in it for the passion here. So. Yeah, you can definitely tell just watching any of their interviews. And what's really cool is they talk about in this interview, some of their most recent favorite projects that they've worked on. So I won't spoil that because I think people, you know, you guys should watch this because it was really cool. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun seeing people who are passionate about what they do for work um, and the, the thought process behind their design decisions. I just love this kind of stuff. I love this, like how it's made. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So check cool. that out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so our final uh, discussion topic is Air Razor. So we have a first look at Air Razor from Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. So this was leaked, and uh, we got pictures. Uh, these are shared over on the TFW 2005, but uh, originally came from Facebook. And she looks pretty good. So this, I mean, this is definitely, uh, there's, we also have some comparison pictures here. So you can see how she compares to other uh, mainline figures. So we've got, you've got Twitch from Transformers Earth Spark. You've got Hotspot from, um, or Hotshot, I should say, Hotshot from Legacy. And then Ironhide, I guess that's Studio Series Ironhide. And uh, you can see how she's about the same size as Twitch, um, from earth spark there. And, uh, I think she, she looks like air razor. She looks, she does decidedly does not look like the Bay movie aesthetic. So, um, you know, she does look very much like a, you know, a beast Wars character, a little bit, a little bit trans metally, I would say, but, uh, looks very cool. I would say. And, uh, you can see here a comparison to uh, the Kingdom Air Razor, and I'm not sure what the other character is there. Energon uh, Dive Bomb. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, I am. Uh, if this is how all the the design aesthetic for Rise of the Beasts, I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, Daryl, as uh, the podcast number one Beast Wars fan, uh, what do you think Fuck. of uh, this new Air Racer? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I don't mind it. I think it looks good. <clears throat> I've been, I've been going over it, trying to figure out if it's a, um, if it's like a. Uh, uh, a retool of an existing mold. They just kind of, you know, re uh, readjusted a bunch of things, but it looks like it's an original mold. Um, you know, the, uh, the previous air razor that you just, uh, we just showed comparison pictures of, there's a lot there that's similar, but the, the older one looks so different than, than this new one. It's just, this new one's slimmer in a bunch of places. And then, then the legs are chunkier. Like it's, it's, it's different enough that it's, it's, it's not the same mold. There are similarities in the chest, but the, it's all done differently. Then I'm thinking, well, maybe it's similar to the Dinobot mold that they did. Cause the chest kind of swings down into the, you know, uh, or the head swings down and becomes the chest. But, uh, that Dinobot mold, the chest is, is, is quite wide. Um, and, and this is, this is not, so I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a brand new mold that we're getting, uh, in this air razor figure and it does it looks really good um you know there's been some some birds they've done over the years that have just looked fantastic and i think this is one of them it's it's it does it looks very very good um so yeah i'm i'm with you i think it looks i think it looks great um i'll have to uh you know uh see it in person to to 
to kind of judge the quality of the, the construction and that kind of thing. But uh, as far as I can tell with the pictures here, I, I, I think it, I think it looks really good. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm not on board with buying all the figures from the movie because, you know, unless air razor is like an absolute key character and, and, you know, is essential to the story, but uh, you know, I'll buy I'm going to buy a few from the movie just to, just to have them. All right. Uh, Apollo, what do you think of this air razor? Um, well, I'm probably going to buy one cause I did not get the kingdom one. Like I think she looks amazing. So, um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm similar to Daryl. I want to see um, the figure in person, like at the store before buying it. But um, I think this is really cool. So I can't wait to see this in person. I'm actually really digging this figure. I I was surprised at how much I I turned out to like it. Considering like I have a an original like uh, I have an original Air Razor, and it's a it's a good figure. You know, it it definitely shows its its age as a as like a mid nineties Beast Wars figure. Though I skipped out on the Kingdom one as well, but like the the integration with with the the bird mode on this especially with like the legs and the arms and everything looks really really nice and it's a very solidly designed figure uh, the only thing that i i dislike a little bit is like the tail feathers on the back which okay you know like there's you need to have some give on there but yeah i mean like i'm looking at it and i'm not really seeing much wrong with this figure at all and i this is is certainly on like a short list of things to buy for the movie, and I, you know, I hope the rest of the line is of this quality and of this aesthetic because I think it'll be a really successful line if they if they do that because it's a good it's a solid looking toy and it's a well designed toy. Yeah, I'm liking it. Cool. I think we are all in agreement. So uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's look forward to the rise of the beasts coming next year. Maybe we'll, we'll get some, some movie toys we can get excited about again. So. All right. Well, that's all our toy topics. So let's move on to some trips to the store. The transmissions podcast will return after these messages. And Trips to the Store is powered by our friends at TeePublic. So you can get all our Transmissions merchandise at our TeePublic store. That is at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. You can get cool transmission shirts like the one I'm wearing here. I think Apollo's got one down all the way at the bottom there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> Nothing for Mike, unfortunately. <laughs> Daryl, Daryl's yeah. good. Yeah. Daryl's good. It's an Autobot shirt, at least. <laughs> is it a T Public shirt? Yes, actually, it is. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Good. Good job. <laughs> did you did you buy it through the transmission store? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I bought it like a year and a half ago, so I'm I don't remember. I imagine I did. We'll see. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. as long as you have no other follow-up questions yes (laughs) (laughs) so yeah if you buy anything from t public if you're looking for any merchandise at t public go through our link and that will help out the show of course if you want to help us out a whole lot you can also buy some of our merchandise at our store so transmissionspodcast.com slash shop and uh, this month of November, uh, they're running promotions pretty much every week. So I think every like every Wednesday to Saturday, every week in November, the store is everything 35% off. So, you know, as, as this show goes live and you're watching us on Wednesday, you should be able to go head over right over to, tran- uh, to transmissionspodcast.com slash shop and everything at Public will be 35% off. So. You get that 35% off discount and you help out transmissions and you can get some maybe Christmas gifts or Hanukkah gifts, Kwanzaa gifts, uh, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, just gifts, gifts, whatever. Festivus gifts, you know? Yes. (laughs) 
I just ordered a shirt using that 35% off code for tr- through the transmission store site. So I'm really excited to get my new shirt. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. There you go. The system works. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's jump into the stuff we got this week. And we're going to start it off with Apollo. Hi. So... This isn't anything new. I'm unpacking, so it feels like I'm getting new things as I'm unpacking. (laughs) But um, one of the things I'm on the show today, and I don't think I've shown this before. I might have, but whatever. It's good to show it again, is um, the Buzzworthy Bumblebee Fangray from that four-pack of figures. Um, Wolfwood, who is a member of the Transmissions server and I believe the Patreon um, helped me out with getting this. So thank you so much. And I love how he looks. He's got really cool colors that pop. Um, I like that his chest has these little stats like the original and it's a fun figure. You know, the only thing with it is that the knees are loose, but I'm sure I can figure out a way to fix that. But um, this is really cool. And I wanted to highlight this again because I think it's a pretty neat figure. Cool. It's a neat figure. I like it. Thanks. All right. Uh, so I'll go next. I've got one last cool item from my time at TFCon Chicago 2022. Uh, this was a pickup I got on the last day. I just saw it hanging out and. It, it, I was, it was something I, was, I wasn't really looking for, but I saw it. I said, you know, that's something I, I, I really liked. Uh, you know, I never had that figure before. So I, and it was a good price. So I found the Transformers United Straxis. So you may have heard of Straxis, villain from uh, Marvel Comics back in the 80s. It's a long-running transmissions joke that I've never heard of Straxis, but I have heard of Straxis. Mm-hmm. That's why I got him. Mm-hmm. And so, if Jimmers is out there, he knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, so so that one's that's the version that actually was called Straxis, Straxis, because the North American version was called Dark Mount. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, yeah, I mean, so the the vehicle mode is uh, is is kind of a tank, but the robot mode does very much look like the. Uh, marvel comics character i mean that that head sculpt is really nice so and this is the japanese version so i don't know yeah, how you I... hit all this shit for me while we were there <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I, I i literally picked this up at the very end of the show and then i i took it out to my car and forgot about it so oh. <laughs> i see you know so are you going to open it yes i i do plan to open it <laughs> i plan to open a lot of things I wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't? No. Packaging is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, but I want to play with them. Get a North American one. You should have got them loose. <laughs> yeah. I can get you one. You guys are a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's what I got. So uh, let's take it over to Mike. This is ridiculous that I'm not in the pole position here. <laughs> Got so much shit to. <laughs> All right, so uh, an update on the uh, problem that I had with uh, getting the stamps. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, when I ordered the the stamps from the UK, I ended up getting an empty package where stamps were supposed to be. Uh, I was I didn't enjoy that, you know. <laughs> you, you, you didn't enjoy just giving paying money and not getting the thing you pay for yeah yeah i know i was shocked too i thought i'd enjoy it but mm, you know what yeah uh but i contacted the the royal mail uh and it took took about two weeks or so for to the replacements to come but i did actually get the replacements so i got my stamp sets and I picked and I got the like the little like art book kind of explanation book guidebook thing that they uh, they put out. So very happy that I got that. So there I are stamps have, in there too. That's true, and artwork. 
because that's all I bought. That's what, oh, this is the only thing you got. Yeah, Just that's the all. Yeah, because it has the stamps in it. Yep, I got uh, one set. I just got one set of each and the the book. Oh, and the the envelopes because they were like a dollar. Cool. Why not? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, thanks to someone, and I forget who it was in the Discord. I apologize, uh, but someone over on our Discord recommended the uh, the Amazon link for the forty dollar Commander class Rodimus Prime. And I went ahead and I got him. And, <laughs> you know, I like him. Not for $80, $90, but for 40 Yeah, I definitely like him for 40 So, that's neat. So I finally got myself a Commander Class Rodimus. Now, for some books. Continuing the trend, I... Picked up uh, Volume 9 of the IDW Phase 2 collection. And I found Volume 12 as well. 12 was a tough one to find. And I was I was trying to get it somewhat on sale. Because every time I saw it on Amazon, it was still 60 And I was like, I don't know, really want to pay that much for it. But I finally did get it. Uh, it was on sale for like 45 or something like that. And I really enjoyed that. So... I am almost done with phase two. Uh, all I'm missing is, I believe, books four and five, which apparently are like the hardest ones to find. Who knew? I got my copy of the War for Cybertron art book. The one that all of you guys got like six months ago. <laughs> the just, one that I just actually... Jeremy and Daryl got. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it either. <laughs> well, now I feel the better now. Uh, but yeah, so I picked up the art book. Um, very, very beautiful book. Love it. Nice premium format. Just gorgeous. And the last book that I got was the deluxe version of the Transformers RPG book. Mm-hmm. So of course I got the deluxe version. You know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the rule book for that. I already had the PDF for like a couple months, but yeah, this is just a, a beautiful book. Uh, a lot of good artwork. I wish there was a lot more unique or new artwork uh, in the book, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, the deluxe version is is really, really nice, kind of like this this hardback. Uh, I don't know if it's a leathery, but it's a hardback version with uh, like all this foil embossing everything on it. So very, very nice. The cloth bookmark. Yep, yep. That's like the nice built-in touch. cloth bookmark. Yeah, so good. I love it when, when books do that. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I got is this bad boy. Oh, got to back up a little bit here. Oh. The Megatron Hiss Tank from, uh, mm-hmm. from, from Pulse. Haven't opened it yet, but really, really nice looking box. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Comes that with, with a, the oh, go ahead, yeah, yeah. It comes with a, a three and three quarter inch Baroness figure too. Nice, yeah. The collaborative series with uh, GI Joe, yeah. Beat that, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Here it comes. Eat a, He's going to do eat a it. bunch of bunch of books. Okay, Daryl, you're in the big window. It's your time to shine. Mm -hmm. All right. If anything, our listeners have have asked for is for people to show more books. All right. Books are amazing. We like books. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So I picked up a bunch of a bunch of toys this week. Um. I'll start off with. No books. No books. <laughs> I, I can't read. <laughs> um, uh, I uh, I got this guy. I never actually have ever owned this version of Rat Trap, but I got the basic Rat Trap. Oh, cool. uh, G1 Beast War, basic Rat Trap. <laughs> and uh, he's complete. He's got both halves of the gun. And uh, yeah, he's pretty cool. 
Yeah, there's a bunch of these that have come into the store over the years, and they've all been missing an arm, never have the gun. And uh, this one had everything, so I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> um, got a complete pterosaur. Basic pterosaur. So just one nice. of those. The gun is always missing, obviously. So it's nice to find one with a gun. And one that isn't missing one of the legs or an arm or something like that. And uh, just because I had it there, um, picked up this one as well. This is basic laser beak. Uh, <laughs> so it is the, uh, the, the recolor of Pterosaur uh, with his gun. Same. It's exactly the same figure. Just it's purple. Um, so, yeah. Does your store get just like a lot of like, random figures that are missing limbs? Oh yeah, yeah. the The owner will buy, will just buy collections. Oh wow! Huh. Um, I could so never. Pull that's that up. Quite, that's that's <laughs> my job. That's my job of just kind of going through everyone, all these old collections, and putting parting figures together. Um, got. Uh, I think this one came first. This is a G1 Beast War Black Arachnia. Ooh. This is complete with the string to attach the missile. So nice. Wow. And all four of the missiles. I got that figure. G1 Beast War figures are great. Mm-hmm. And going along with that one, this is also G1 Beast War Tarantulas. Ew. Got a real spider verse going on over here. <laughs> so yeah, it got the string and everything, so it's good. They're mold mates uh, the, in the original Beast Wars line, right? They're identical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're identical. I think even the faces are are similar. I'd have to transform it to look. Um, they are they are not identical in the show computer no. models. <laughs> no. No. Uh, sticking with G1 Beast Wars, uh, I've got a Scorponok. Oh, cool. With his little you get the whole hand. season one cast here coming. <laughs> uh, he does have the uh, the little face uh, mask thing going on. Aww. So G1 Beast War Scorponok is pretty cool with the uh, with the little bee hand and uh, both missiles in the other. So. Uh, he's pretty loosey goosey. The uh, the legs. Uh, I might try and tighten up the the uh, the screws in his knees because he's he doesn't stand overly well. Mm-hmm. It might be because he's pretty top heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this one is uh, is not G one Beast War, but it is Beast War. So uh, this is uh, Beast War Fusor Sky Shadow. Oh, and he's kind of cool, and he's complete. With uh, with his missile in his in his asp gun, and uh, <laughs> and his tail. <laughs> Daryl prefers it's asp a- gun. <laughs> I mean, it's a face. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, frankly, I don't. I mean, I work with a lot of figures, and. I can't remember the last time I saw one of these. So, um, so when I came in and it was complete, I was like, oh, all right, I'll take that one too. And the last, oh no, one more figure. Um, this one is not beast war. This is beast machines. Uh, I've never opened or I've never had one of these before seeing as I, most people would have tons of these. Uh, this is beast, Mach- beast, beast machine tank drone, uh, better known as tank or, but in the, as a, a toy is known as tank drone. And, uh, this is, I mean, it's just a basic figure, nothing real fancy about it, but it does, it's complete. It's got its missile and, uh, yeah, nice Chrome. It's all still very, very chromey. So yeah, it was in really good shape. So picked it up. Now the last thing I got picked up this week, um, and I'll have more of these things, uh, you know, coming, uh, maybe the, the glare won't be too bad. Um, because, uh, I think it was Sunday 
think it was Thursday, these things came out. So I spent most of the day Friday trying to track this thing down, and I had to settle for this version of it. This is the Optimus Prime uh, Transformers Magic the Gathering card. And ah, I think that's nice. not too bad. Cool. Um, I didn't know they so, were already out. There was a pre-release on Thursday. So uh, Friday, some stores were uh, were selling them. According to some other stores, they're not allowed to sell them yet. I don't care. I have one now. So yeah, yeah they're they're actually not allowed to sell them, but yeah. But you could buy you could buy some of the pre-release packs, I guess. So I mean, whatever. Uh I've placed an order online with uh with an online card store and uh I bought the rest of these. So I just the store didn't have any Optimus Primes. So now I got them all. One full set or four full sets? <laughs> fuck no are you kidding me i don't have that kind of money uh just just one just one full set of the original g1 uh looking stuff i didn't get the shattered glass stuff yeah that stuff was more expensive on those links that you sent yeah but that's I, have a, it. I have a pre-order in for one of the collect not the, the uh like one of like the fat packs or the collector's boxes mm-hmm. that are coming out right i do too uh, so nice. those will be, you're going to get one card, one Transformers card per pack, right? And so, I mean, in Canadian dollars, those were selling for $330 uh, for collector packs here, for the, you know, like the box of collector packs. And they might have they might have had, what was it, 12 packs in a box? Not the box of collector's packs. It was like the $30 box on Amazon, the one that had the dice oh. in it. Yeah. Uh, okay. That one. Is it the bundle? Maybe. Because the Transformers cards are only in three different things. They're in the collector boosters. They're in the 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 regular booster packs, or they're in this this bundle. I did. So, I did double check that the <laughs> one I ordered is supposed to have the the Transformers ones. But yeah, I, I get your point okay. though. There was like there's two of them very similar to each other. <laughs> yeah. And one didn't and, have Transformers. And yeah, so I mean, the cheapest one is you may not get any Transformers cards in it, right? So that and and the way I was looking at it, I was like, so do I just buy like a bunch of packs? Like they, the oh. booster packs, which are cheaper, they were saying, okay, well, the, they're one Transformers card for every ten packs. Well, there's twenty four packs in one of these things, so I might get two cards, maybe three if I'm really lucky. And, but I need 15 of these things. So I said, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to buy them all individually. That's just because I don't want the rest of the cards. So that's the cheapest way and the easiest way for me to do it. Yeah. If, if I do end up wanting like a full set, I'm just going to go the same road that you did. Just order the singles. Yeah. Yeah. And, and over time, like right now, you're paying the absolute maximum that mm-hmm. these companies, these stores think they can get for them. Over time, some of them might go higher, but chances are a lot of them are going to crash down, right? So, but also the supply is going to dwindle too, right? So yeah. you're you're gonna you're you're currently dealing with the absolute maximum amount of supply that's out there, you know? So the prices are high, but the supply is there too. So you got to find this, this sweet spot in there where you can, you can get a good price, but also a bunch of, you know, a bunch of supply is still around. So it's tough. Either you bite the bullet and you pay the maximum amount and you're done and you can say, you know, screw it. I'm done. I can get out of it. Or you, you wait and you risk it. True. Yeah, I pre-ordered um, the Starscream cards, the normal one, and then the Shattered yeah. Glass. But then I also pre-ordered, I think it's called the Gift Bundle that comes with the Transformers D20. Um, yeah. And that was like $55, but I ended up pre-ordering it at my local game store because they're getting the boxes next Friday. Um, so, cool. you know, so... Um, I'm going to go pick it up then. So yeah. Well, when you go to pick it up, ask them if they, ask them if they opened any packs and what, what transformers cards they got. Cause if you got, if you ordered any of the foil ones, right. Mm -hmm. Or if you didn't, you can say, Oh, can I, did you get any foil ones? Cause those are Mm kind of, they're, 
you know, they're more special. So yeah, mm-hmm. you can see and you can say, oh, okay, well, what do you want for blah, blah, blah. So yeah. Anyway, that's magic corner here on yeah. transmissions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're fun. They're, I mean, it is a double-sided card, right? So, you know, it's nice to have them there. And frankly, I'm not planning to use this thing in a, in a game. I'm just going to put it in with my, my, uh, my, my, magic cards that i have and just kind of if i ever go to play a game with a buddy then i'll be like hey have you did you see this thing this thing exists you know and you're not going to make a transformers deck no it's ridiculous (laughs) i mean you'd have to first of all to use this one you'd have to use three colors which is it's hard enough yeah (laughs) yep it's doable it's very doable with some fixing it is, but it's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's too difficult. <laughs> I play one or two colors. It's mm-hmm. three is three is just too much. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's trips to the store. And let's move on with the rest of the show. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. Okay, we're back from our trips to the store, and we will finish up the show with some feedback. Okay, so our first bit of feedback is for Mike and Apollo and Dr. Pants, who is not here, unfortunately. But this is on the War for Cybertron retrospective that was just released as a Donatron exclusive last week. Uh, and this comes from our Donatrion Ichabod Drift. And they say, great episode, you three. Really enjoyed hearing several different takes on these lines. To make it even, my experience sides with Apollo, but for different reasons. Around the time Siege was beginning, I had decided to go all in on third-party legend scale. So New Age, Magic Square, etc. have been taking care of my accurate G1 cartoon needs. So the Cybertronian modes of Siege actually interested me because they were different, and some like Spinister Spinister became representation in my collection of IDW-styled characters, though I'm still blown away they didn't make Wheeljack in his Episode 1 mode for Siege. I still enjoy all of those figures I bought, including the OG Seeker Trio for what they are, apart from the battle damage, as you all said. Earthrise wasn't as appealing personally because of aforementioned legend scaled figures hitting my earth mode needs, but the few I picked up like Sunstreaker I did enjoy, but availability really burned me in this line. Never found runabout Amazon canceled my Ramjet and dirge pre-order, etc. And I began to realize as Dr. Pants said that it solidified, solidified my selective buying. I would have likely avoided kingdom overall had it not been for the beast characters. I share a similar connection to Dr. Pants growing up with the end of G1, but Beast Wars really being what solidified me as a TF fan. I, too, wasn't thrilled with the Kingdom figures initially for a different reason, just not really digging the realistic animal modes. But, of course, I wound up getting all the Wave 1 Beast Wars characters and quickly changed my tune. As a collector now, I obviously still play with these toys but I prefer getting nicely posable yet cost-effective figures comparatively over gimmicks and play patterns. Sorry, Dr. Pants. So I really love them all, even though some are absolutely better than others. And in fairness, Tarantulas might be one the best one of them all, and he's technically not Kingdom. P.S. You all are missing out on Vertebrake. Such a fun and awesomely posable figure for the price point. She has a lot of character and appeal to the paleo nerd in me as a more obscure fossil. Again, awesome discussion. Love to see some more on different topics without Charles, Jeremy, and Daryl dragging things down. Just kidding. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> you didn't have to add that last part in, Charles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no ad libbing necessary here. <laughs> well, thank you for that feedback, Ichabod Drift. That was really nice of you to be so detailed with it. I'm glad you liked the episode. Um, it was a lot of fun for us to make. So hopefully we'll make some more things that are specific like that soon. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I had a great time. I, I'm sure Dr. Pants had a great time as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we uh, we look forward to to putting on a couple more of these things and just uh, and just you know keeping the B plus team together. You know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that. I love that term, Mike. I, I really, I think that was a, that was an awesome uh, moniker you adopted there. So yeah, the B plus team. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we've got some feedback from our friend of the show and Donatrion Alpha Magnus. Uh, coming back, this is a response to last episode when I showed off the uh, the Netflix Bumblebee that I picked up uh, from Alpha Magnus at TFCon in my trips to the store, and Daryl was a little bit jelly. Uh, so Alpha Magnus uh, was say, responding like, you know, I think Daryl was wondering why he never heard about this, and uh, Alpha Magnus says, uh, yeah, he was... Uh, um, he, he was he was laughing about it because he says, um, you know, since we had a discussion about Minerva, he says, I'll probably find a Minerva, uh, you know, just my luck. I'll find a Minerva. And he's going to be in Pennsylvania in December, probably for Steel City Con, which is right in my area. And then also he says, Charles mentioned wanting Bumblebee in an episode. And that's where Alpha Magnus remembered that. And that's why he contacted me, because it would have been eBayed otherwise. And because uh, the tre- the Creatures Collide box set has a gold bug in it so uh that w- removed alpha magnus's desire to turn that netflix bumblebee into a gold bug so that's why he had that extra one and was able to give it to me so thank you alpha magnus appreciate it sorry daryl <laughs> <laughs> but uh daryl uh don't worry, he has a he has a comment for you because he is slightly agreeing with you about the tears on Death Saurus. So, you know, we had the discussion last week about how the extra tears for Death Saurus are not great. And Alpha Magnus actually agrees with you. So he says, you know, I also want I also he says, I also want it noted that I said the Death Saurus tears were fine, not good or great. They are fine. I prefer lights and maybe paint upgrades instead of what they are offering i.e. vacuum metal chrome like the original had i'd sure love i'm sure the base isn't offering that so yeah the tears are lackluster they are (laughs) yeah i feel a little redeemed you're vindicated So that's all our feedback for this week. And so that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. Uh, Again, I want to uh, give everyone a a reminder that we have a promo code for our friends at ToyHacks. So if you go to ToyHacks.com, you can save 15% off your entire order for any labels or accessories you're getting at ToyHacks.com with our code TM1234. So very easy code to remember. Just remember TM for transmissions and 1234. If you have to buy anything from T- from Toy Hacks, just use that code and uh, you know get that 50% off. It helps out the show and you help yourself out with a discount. So why not? All right. Of course, as we end the show, we always give a, ma- a shout out to our masterpiece Donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level. So that's why we give them a shout out in every episode. So thank you again to John 4X11 Good and Demon Tech 82. You guys are awesome. Thank you for continuing to support the show. And uh, we appreciate it. So now that we are at the end. Thank you, Apollo and Mike, the B-plus team, uh, two-thirds of the B-plus team here for with us uh, tonight. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Apollo, where can people find you online? All right. It was fun to be on, as always. Um, you can find me for now on Twitter at RoboApollo Robo and also Instagram. Um, and I also made a Mastodon account recently, but... Um, I'm not, I haven't really posted too much yet there. So um, stay tuned for more updates on that. Um, I'm also very active in the transmissions discord server. I'm actually choosing to spend more of my time in there rather than on social media. So it's a really fun space. So if you haven't joined, I highly recommend it if you're a transformers fan. Cool. Yeah, so the Transmissions Discord is at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. That's where you can join up. And uh, for Mastodon, yeah, if you're not familiar with Mastodon, it's a uh, an open source uh, 
kind of Twitter alternative that uh, people are checking out uh, given the events that are happening over at Twitter. <laughs> so uh, if you're, people are looking for alter- nicer alternatives, Mastodon is one of them. And uh, we found a server that, uh, you know, if, if you're a Transformers fan or a fan of any kind of, uh, you know, nerd stuff, there's a, there's a nice little server being run by Trickster, who is a longtime Transformers fan and has been on transmissions a while ago, like a couple of years ago, she was on the show with us. Uh, so if you go to retro.pizza, that is the Mastodon server run by Trickster. And you can find a, a fair amount of Transformers fans already hanging out there. So uh, Brian Kilby from uh, from Radio Free Cybertron is up there. Ant from TFU.info is up there. We're all there uh, as of now. I th- I, I'm not sure, Mike, are you there yet? But I know myself, Daryl, and, and Apollo are there. Not especially, <laughs> but then again, I just heard a Twitter like the other day. I mean, when Daryl told me about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> We'll, we'll 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 get you up to speed. Don't worry. <laughs> it's one thing at a time. Like, he is in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little zero. bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the same, Daryl. <laughs> He's not in Maine. <laughs> no. No. I don't know what state are you in. <laughs> Maine and Massachusetts are not the same state. <laughs> It used to be. <laughs> I guess that's why Daryl's getting confused. <laughs> all right. You're in Massachusetts. <laughs> Whatever. They're all the same. All right. Well, Mike, why don't you tell us where we can find you online and, and what stuff would you like to promote? Well, I just started posting some toy photos back up on my Instagram account at uh, at Minervian, M-I-N-E-R-V-I-O-N. So hopefully I can keep that trend going and continue taking photos and uh, publishing them. That'd be kind of nice. Uh, I took like almost, like, like almost an entire year, like I, I didn't do it. It is personal issues in my life and now I'm getting back into it. So, you know, I want to continue the trend. Uh, other than that, of course, check out Empire of Rust. We have a bunch of episodes coming out this uh, this week, and so it's going to be a, a straight number of episodes are coming through. So that's that's a lot of content, and we are uh, we're talking about what we want to do with the the Transformers RPG rule set from Renegade, uh, and thinking about kind of how we want to to do a show on that because you know we certainly do want to do something with that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. So uh, stay tuned for more uh, details on that, on our new Empire of Rust content coming soon. We'll see. Maybe. We'll, have, we'll just have to have to wait and see. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, for watching and listening to this episode of Transmissions. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.